Hello, I'm Niall Easton, and this is Fully Involved, a Unified Fire podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about IT and how Unified Fire approaches it and security, and then really dive into the next season dropping of No Before. And if you don't know what that is, you need to. But joining us today, we have Ginger Watts. How you doing, Ginger, our IT director? I'm good. Thank you. Good to see you. Thank you. We have Assistant Chief Don Burchett. Hi, Mel. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. PIO Patrick Costin, who chairs the No Before Fan Club. Yes, 100%. (laughs) Best series ever. Ever. So, (laughs) And of course, Cam DeVoe producing. Hey, Cam. Hey, Niall. All right. So let's just jump into it, Ginger. How long have you been on the job now? Next month, we'll make a year and a half. No way. Yeah. Time flies. Yeah. So is the job what you expected when you came on? Were there bigger problems than you thought you'd be dealing with? How's it been? It was, it's a much bigger job than I thought I was walking into, but it's been good. We're putting together a team to solve some of the problems and challenges that we have, but the work is very, very interesting. And every day I probably learn something new and not just about the industry, but about the technology that we need to support Unified Fire and the community. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot more than just like, do we all have laptops that work, right? Exactly. What other things are you dealing with? We have the issues that come with providing technology with the apparatus. We're trying to find the right tablets to meet the need. We're trying to make sure our connectivity is stronger and more efficient. And um, also, you know, everyone on the administration side, they need um, better tools to do their job to be more efficient as well. So um, and just trying to come up with some tools where we're not, for example, so reliant on just email as our primary communication tool and, you know, for solving some of our problems. And so just trying to consider the right tools and the right, um, right systems, right hardware. And um, we are in the process of trying to replace our fire incident and EPCR program. So there's a lot, there's a lot on the plate, but it's good. That's good. Yeah. Exciting. And and Dom, you, you oversee the the whole thing for it Um, from a command staff level, we made a decision. I recall, I can't remember when, but before Ginger was on board to kind of privatize part of our, a large chunk of what the IT was, how's that been going? And, and how do you see what's command staff's take on how IT is doing right now? Yeah. I can't remember exactly the year, but uh, it was two or two years ago, three years ago that we went with Les Olson to do our IT managed support. And, um, you know, in that time, I think we were one of their bigger, clients Mm -hmm. and, and we are pretty complex as an organization too, with all the stuff that Ginger mentioned. Right. So, um, I think for the most part, they, they give us what we need, but there are some certain things that, that we can probably do better in house um, just from a more personalized level. And so we're actually kind of working through that right now with Les Olson to see where to, to find that hybrid model, right. We kind of swung the pendulum one way and now we're kind of swinging it back the other way. So, I think from an end user, from all the people out that use IT, we're, we're going to get to where we need to go in this next year with that yeah. relationship. Gotcha. Yep, good changes. Well, let's talk specific to security. I mean, so is talk about the problem uh, from a holistic view. Like, are we really ever targeted by people trying to get in? To unified, it's not like we're a multi-billion-dollar Google corporation with people trying to steal corporate secrets. But are we having people trying to penetrate our our uh, defenses, so to speak? We we do. So we have software in place that really helps us um, 
address those, you know, kind of continue the hunt on the threats. And we get a report every single week and that software is specifically designed to help us deal with those. But the attack on municipalities is really changing. So if, um, so state of Utah had a huge breach about 12 years ago that they still haven't recovered from. Mm. Um, Salt Lake County has had a couple of breaches and um, they are starting to attack municipalities and ask for smaller ransoms. So it's it's on the rise. So what are they what do they go in and hold for ransom basically? Like our private information, your employees' information, what are they going after? Any files that really prevent you from getting the day-to-day work done. And so uh, one example um, that I saw in 60 minutes about a month ago, it was a small hospital and um, they essentially shut down access to all of their files. So that hospital had to divert all of their patients and had to actually fall back and work with paper for an entire week until they paid the ransom, which was $55,000 in this particular um, example. So not just that, but when you divert patients, right, you're, you're losing income. So there are a lot of examples out there. And what people fail to understand is that it really, it's an industry now. The cyber attack is, I mean, you have professional groups out there that hire people and this is what they do all day long. And so we're, we're never going to be fully one step ahead. We just have to be prepared and, and we will be breached at some point. It's it, you can't avoid it, but um, we can just be as prepared as, as possible to deal with it as, as it comes up. So. Well, and so that gets to the the next part you introduced. Uh, and I remember when I first thought, I was like, Oh no, another assignment. And then I started <laughs> watching it and I'm like, well, wait, how soon do these drop? Cause they were pretty good. Yeah. I kind of got into the characters. Um, so talk about where you found no before, because generally when you do IT training at other places, it, it's not it's brutal. awesome. No. So it's like watching paint dry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you find this one and how did you get onto it? Um, there's a group out there called Gartner and they rate a lot of products and they put them into different quadrants, one, two, three, four, upper quadrant. And that's um, where no before happens to fall. And that has to do with, their prevention tools, their phishing tests, their, um, and their training. So, and Don and I have talked a lot about this is that our, our best line and our first line of defense is our employees, which is why the security awareness training is so important. And at the same time, you want it to be meaningful where people, people can actually take some things away from it. And with the, with no before they have a particular series called inside man And it's really designed like a Netflix series. And each episode is about 10 minutes long. And there's usually three or four takeaways at the end. So, and there's a story, there's characters, there's, um, you know, a little bit of drama, a little bit of implied romance. Patrick can speak to that. (laughs) But but it's, um, it's really interesting and it keeps your attention. And there are more takeaways with that methodology to me than reading or watching a video and then taking a test and reading and watching and taking a test. And you don't really remember very many things from that. So I think this is really probably the most effective tool I've, I've seen from a, a security, um, a sec, uh, security awareness training. Okay. So to set the table for those that haven't watched yet, and do you, do you track how, how many people can, yes. have seen it, not seen it? How are we doing? Yes. So, you know, in some instances we've had 50% of some of the episodes, some at 74%. And then we do have a percentage of our employees that haven't 
watched it at all. And I think part of that is because we didn't have it in LMS. So Patrick and I had a quick talk about that and Cam's helped me uh, work through that. So when we start to kick off next week, it will be an LMS. So a new episode every, every Monday for the next 12 weeks. Gotcha. 12 episodes, 12 episodes, Patrick. Yes. Give us a synopsis of the show, if you will. Where's it set? (laughs) What are the The, main characters? The basic synopsis, just take cringeworthy British comedy show meets internet security meets like Ginger said, love interest. You start to root for certain people. You think Jeff Bezos is in the mix at some point, and I don't care what people say. He looks just like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> he but does. you watch that stuff, and you just start to get into the characters because you're like, you think you have someone pegged, Mark, Erica. You're gonna have to watch. I'm just throwing names with stuff, but you're like, there might be a buddy love interest there. You can see it from the start. But yeah, it's just it's it's almost like the Office, the TV show. Mm-hmm. You get to know certain people. You start to look okay. We're going to have a hero come up at some point. It's not who you think it is. The villains keep oh, yeah, developing. There were plot twists. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Who knew Mark, the hacker, would end up being, spoiler yeah. alert if you haven't watched, <laughs> would end up having a heart of gold and really save the company. Oh, yeah. Well, absolutely. you think stuff. So Cam sits across the office from me. And there's been multiple times where I'm yelling at the computer, like, I'm going to text Ginger, like, I need the next episode, like, now, like, you just can't leave me for a week. So, I mean, you get into it. I talk with people at the station, and I feel we've talked about stuff. That was the biggest hang up was, is this a phishing attack in itself? Because the emails that say you've been assigned it, they look kind of fake sometimes. Yep. No B4, B is spelled with a B, 4 mm-hmm. is just a numerical Number. thing. So I've had multiple people with the field tell me, we think it's fake. I'm not going to click it. I'm like, well, no, it's not fake. It's awesome. So I think just that LMS component where it comes from a secure side of UFA's training, that's going to help quite a bit. But Can people go back and see season one if they didn't see it? Yes, and we will have that available okay. for those that um, just are really in process with the training and then those that have not taken the training at all. So those episodes will be presented to them. Okay, and we're kind of having fun with it, but there were important <laughs> things to learn yeah. from it. Like you said, there were always two or three takeaways. Maybe, Ginger, just talk through some of the most important things our employees need to be aware of that they could take out from that show. I would say, well, I'm going to have Dom point out his, he had, we would talk weekly about what the takeaways were. So I'm going to have Dom really share with us what he thought some of the key takeaways are. Well, thanks Ginger for throwing me under the bus (laughs) like that. I'm going to have to go back into my memory. Um, But no, from, from my standpoint, um, I wasn't the most safe person, right? I'd save my files on my desktop. I would write my passwords on a sticky note and and leave my computer open when I left and leave files on my desk that were either confidential or should be confidential. Um, and so after watching that, I, I wasn't as easily as entertained as Patrick here. (laughs) Right. But it kept my attention and I, I had some good takeaways. Um, so one of, obviously one of those is, is know where the email's coming from. So don't just, you know, when you're on your phone and doing other things, it's super easy to open an email and just click on the link. And then Mm -hmm. that's, they've made access. Right. Um, and really that those points I made of like leaving important information on my desk, I now have like a locking filing cabinet, which people can still get into, but it's much more challenging. Um, I've thrown all my sticky notes away, unfortunately, which was really challenging, (laughs) but I, I have much 
just just a couple little takeaways like that that were really really basic, but but as Ginger said, our employees are our front line um, for protection and also for our vulnerability, right? Yeah. Like we have over 700 employees and it's, we've got to try to manage that, yeah. that piece of it. So we can have all the systems in place that, that we can, but if someone opens an email, we could be in trouble. Yeah. And some other tips you've got, um, again, don't leave important information on your desk when you're not there. So tuck it away. Um, it be, um, concerned if you see a visitor that is unescorted that we're not familiar with. I mean, at EOC, we're pretty lucky because we pretty much know who's coming and going. But um, things like that, it's not just the vulnerabilities that happen with a computer. It's just really vulnerabilities that happen with information at all. So in general. Yeah. And, and the 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 way that we kind of started this is Ginger did a phishing test yeah. to all our employees. Yeah. And what that is, is it's it's a link that we all click on. And she gets the report back. So it was a false email that was sent out a few months ago. And I think over 22% of our organization opened it. So that, so that's a big number for us, right? With over seven or nearly 700 employees, that's a lot of people that potentially could have caused us a breach. Um, I think our industry standard is somewhere in the 25% range. So we're below industry standard, but that's still a lot of people and a lot of vulnerability that we can manage with something like no before. Yep, exactly. Oh. Hmm. So have we had anything recently? I got, I remember when I started, we had a virus kind of get into our systems. It got on my computer. It stole some of my passwords to my emails. And suddenly I was getting Russian emails and all kinds of fun stuff. And it got into some of my credit cards, had to cancel some cards and finally traced it back to my work computer and, and, your predecessor found the virus and had been on a few people's. Have we had anything like that recently? We <clears throat> we just um, checked one employee's computer yesterday because he kept getting emails in particular that, <coughs> excuse me, had very specific instructions about where to send the Bitcoin. And it was more that they had access to their personal information as opposed to UFA information. But oh. we do get those um, here. And so we do a scan on the computer to make sure that we don't have something sitting out there that we're not aware of. Um, I would say probably the biggest thing that we had to deal with recently was um, we have on-premise email and Microsoft had that breach. So we had to go through and mitigate all of the risk associated with that and do some work on the server and work with Les Olson. And so that was at least a full day's worth of work. So there's a lot that goes on. And in that case, I mean, we were lucky because Microsoft had a plan to, um, to mitigate it, but we do have things happen like that all the time. And we just try to deal with it and move on to the next. So we do have things come up and a lot of um, our employees still get emails that say, um, we, uh, want, we got noticed that you want to change your personal banking information. Please click here and enter your information and it'll be sent to HR. That's probably our most common email or, um, those that take payments at Unified Fire, uh, please click here. We've changed where, um, how this payment in particular needs to be handled. And we did have, uh, one issue last year that we had to deal with, with finance, but you just, we know they happen. And we do our best to um, deal with them and then and learn from them. And that's just the way that it's going to be. So we'll never be one step ahead. 
It'd be nice, but we never will be. You just got to be vigilant. That's the point of the vigilant. show, right? Yeah, you bet. You I bet. remember there was an episode about even th- what you throw away can, yes. can be Garbage. targeted. And I'm pretty bad at that. Like I just huck everything, even though there is a shredder literally six steps from my office. Yep. So after that episode, I was like, okay, fine. I'll start doing yeah. that. Get it in the shredder. That's what they're here for. So yep. if you even think, I mean, I, I will tell you if I have a less Olson invoice that I don't pay for some reason, it goes right in the shredder because it has, you know, a product, um, a server, um, serial numbers. So um, costs, what we're paying for um, particular hardware and software. So yeah, just be diligent and get it in the shredder. Okay. It's just working on your habits, changing habits. Okay, so we kind of ended with a slight cliffhanger, if I recall, and turns out the handler, who was the ultimate bad guy, had, well, Mark kind of burned him and, and is now working for the company, turned out there's another spy. Yes, and she's already there, Charlotte. Charlotte. She's she's <laughs> she's lying in wait. She seemed, she seemed so sweet. I she's know, not they sweet. all do. So, no. yeah. <laughs> she's I ready to she pounce. Is. Yeah, she, she doesn't seem to have the heart of gold. No. Nope. So... Is season two picking up where that left off? Or are we going with a new cast of characters? What's what's the story? No. Nope. And when does it drop? Um, so it, it drops on Monday. I would say the same, um, pretty much the same ca- cast of characters. You've got uh, this first one deals with um, not leaving your personal devices unattended, like cell phones. If you're out shopping and you put it down or you're out at a restaurant and you put it down and you walk away or um, they highlight again, not leaving your password on on, you know, written documentation for easy access. So those are probably the highlights. So. Okay. Well, we're looking forward to it. And how many episodes? 12. 12. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll be ready. 12 weeks of a new show. Just, just a quick side question. Sort of the option for a watch party, ECC, (laughs) bring some snacks, big comfy chairs. Just knock out all 12 back to back to back. We're working on that. Oh, the, the, on. the reason we can't really binge it as we're going along is because of how we have to track the statistics within no before. So, and there's usually the campaigns last for a specific period of time. And we're trying to capture that information because that, of course, gives us the percentage week to week in terms of, you know, which employees are really bringing the most risk to the table. So we have to keep certain information going back to no before. Okay. Nuts. Dom, any other final thoughts about uh, IT and Unified Fire and our security? Yeah. I I mean, just a closing comment that the reason I'm here is to kind of show my support for Ginger and what she's doing for our organization, right? Her job is to provide us with IT support. And part of that is security. Um, and, And my job really is ultimately to balance what Ginger wants with what the organization can do to still do their job, right? If, if I let Ginger do everything she wanted, we would be in a bunker in the backyard with everything <laughs> locked quite, up, but right? Maybe. But, <laughs> yep. And almost safe. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and still maybe receiving threats, but we still have a job to do. And there's the end user um, has, they've got to be able to do their job without too many roadblocks. And I know some of the things are challenging with extra passwords and extra logins and encryption and all of this stuff, but really that's what what I'm trying to do is balance the, the risk versus the use of, of our IT and our security. So, yeah. um, but really happy with what Ginger's doing, really happy with the direction she's going. And, and I'm looking forward to the year with all the programs you have yeah. on your plate. Lots of changes. No, oh, that's great. Well, really appreciate you joining us, Ginger. 
Thank you. It's been a good year and a half. Looking forward to a lot more. Me too. And can't wait for uh, season two. For Unified Fire, I'm Niall Easton. This has been Fully Involved. We'll see you next time. From the Salt Lake Valley, this has been Fully Involved. Follow Unified Fire on social media and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Until next time, stay safe and thank you for listening.